Welcome back to So Many Comics, So Little Time. This is our podcast, and uh, today we're going to be taking a look at kind of a random retro comic book review. So um, as I occasionally, by the, this is Roger Lee, by the way, from So Many Comics. As I read comic books, sometimes I follow a um, organized pathway, reading an entire series or storyline or story arc. And sometimes I start thinking, oh, I remember that comic book from when I was a kid. Let's figure out where it is and see if it's in my uh, collection um, of graphic novels or more likely in uh, Marvel Unlimited or the DC Universe Online uh, app where uh, I can read the digitized versions. So in this case today, we are taking a look at Adventure Comics number 420. And... Um, yeah, that sounds like a long time ago, doesn't it? So for, uh, Adventure Comics 420 is a comic book I read when I was a kid. And it came out in June of 1972. And no, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I was a kid. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, uh, 72 is about the year I started collecting superhero comics. So this would be, uh, and this is in my personal collection, and it's one of the first ones I would have purchased. Um, so Adventure Comics... Uh, round number 380 or so uh, uh, through number 424 featured Supergirl and Adventure Comics was a anthology book um, like action comics and detective comics started off as as most DC comics started off as actually that weren't named for a particular superhero um, and over the years different heroes would be the, the featured uh, character and what how they usually did it is there'd be one you know long, longer story at the uh, beginning of the comic book featuring that featured character in this case Supergirl, um, and then there would be backup uh, stories. Some would be original, uh, some would be uh, reprints of previous comics. And at the time when I first read this, um, there was a story featuring Animal Man, who's kind of a, a relatively minor DC character, but very interesting. And I remember when I was a kid, I was like fascinated by this character and his powers to mimic um, animal powers, uh, animal abilities. And I did not know at the time that that was a reprint from his fourth adventure um, uh, in from 1965. And so that would have been from the... Um, uh, Strange Adventures, a different book, number 195, oh, excuse me, 1966. I'm looking this up on dccomicsnews.com. And um, the name of that story was Animal Man, Hero, or Freak. So I was looking up, I was thinking for some reason my brain snagged on Animal Man. And I was like, oh, remember that comic book that I read where it had a story? And I remember it was a backup story. And so I, I did some searching and realized, oh, it's super, it's um, uh, Adventure Comics number 420 featuring Supergirl on the cover. And so um, using my DC um, um, app on my tablet, I looked it up and read it. And so now I'm going to review here uh, real briefly. So the first story in this is uh, that the cover shows Supergirl uh, throwing some kind of a weapon. Um, she looks quite angry. And we see some people in a, uh, three men in a, off to the side, saying, Supergirl is a mad killer. Our mind warp worked. So, 
she's under mind control apparently and it looks like she's uh, basically making some destructive uh, work on a battlefield so this was um, uh, Venture Comics starring Supergirl is what it says on the front um, number 420 June and it says it's a 52 pay, big pages don't take less and this is back when they were uh, uh, expanding the books and on the uh, top it says uh, also featuring Animal Man there's a story with Starman plus the monster from Krypton so let's take a look here so the um, Supergirl story is named and death shall have no dominion and if you are a literary person you might recognize that as a line from a Dylan Thomas poem in fact uh, Dylan Thomas is listed in the credits so it says story by Raymond uh, Maris and Len Wein, pencils by Tony DiZuniga, inks by Bob Oxner, and then a little asterisk next to the title with apologies and thanks Dylan, to Dylan Thomas, um, who is well, was not alive to read that. So, um, so we see Supergirl flying through space, which is you know the Super Family does that, and she is. Um, being chased by this kind of pinkish orb and so she thinks oh this isn't good she's so she flies through a dead star the orb follows her it explodes and then she uses her supervision to track where it came from and then we see three dastardly villainous looking dudes you know they're villains because they're wearing masks and um uh they turns out they are um trying to draw her in uh, to their planet and so um and the little sidebar here says, once these three strange men were individuals, but no longer, for mystic spell of tremendous power has merged our minds as one, forced them into the single evil entity called the Mind Warp. So, and of course, they have technology where they can watch her every move. And so she lands on um, this planet, and she meets a fellow with kind of a pale yellowish skin, and uh, he introduces himself as, Welcome, Traveler. I am Togren, son of Vorko. What brought you here to the Garden of My Mind? And she introduces herself. He says, Look out. And they're under attack. Um, and so this is kind of a Silver Age. This is a Silver Age slash Bronze Age story. We see some creative um, te alien technology that and then tries to trap her. He uses the powers of his mind, which appear to be quite significant. The art is pretty good. Um, a little bit, you know, not overly detailed, but again, considering this is an alien world, it actually is, it looks alien. I mean, it, it does a good job. So she starts to, uh, sit down and talk to the guy and she's quite obvious that she's kind of taken with him, um, handsome fellow. And then they kiss. Now I'm, I'm probably, I don't remember exactly when I was a kid, well, how I reacted to that, but it probably been like, Ooh, yuck, but it is Supergirl, And, uh, you know, Hey, she's attractive. And so, um, turns out her falling for this guy is part of the, the plan of the mind warp, uh, one of whom is this guy's dad. And so, um, they, part of the plan, they then throw in an attack on them. The, the guy Togren is killed. Uh, and then, the mind warp starts messing with Supergirl's emotions and she goes crazy and says, all right, you madmen, you want war, you want death, then I'll give it back to you. I'll kill you myself. I'll kill you all. Kill, kill. 
which of course the super people don't kill, right? That's their their moral code. So we see uh, um, the uh, father of the Togren go out to the battlefield, pick him up, use his powers to revive him, which was the plan. And then Togren, of course, is like, no, you're ruining the Supergirl. I need to go help her. And so he's endangering his life. And then the the dad, Vorko, goes nuts, grabs a sword, and then goes after his his partners. And uh, meanwhile, we see Supergirl destroying this enemy army on the other part of the planet. And um, Torgren gets her to stop. But here's an interesting thing. You know, we don't really see any follow-up on this. I mean, it's it's a one-story, one-shot story. We don't see reference to it anywhere else, as far as I know, in, in uh, DC. And looking at um, dcfandom.com, um, wiki, it looks like Togren and the uh, Mind Warp never appeared anywhere else. <laughs> but in in, in uh, page 9 of this book, we see her destroying weapons and we see some wounded uh, alien soldiers there. And you got to think, considering all the chaos and destruction, and, you know, this, you know, also looking at what the, the cover version of the chaos and destruction, she probably killed some people. And it's like, we never see any reference to that. It's like, this would be like a big moral thing. Um, and then Togun shows up, um, you know, breaks the mind warps, uh, a hold on her mind. He then dies heroically because he used up all of his last power to save her. And then so she, you know, uh, we uh, see the bad guys uh, doing each other in. And we see Supergirl saying, oh, and you died twice for the cause of peace, Togren. The wizards and their evil have been destroyed, Togren. How does she know that the wizards are dead? Hmm. Uh, but not you. No, never you. Not so long as one flower blossoms or one blade of grass endures, in quotes. So, quoting a poem, obviously. So then she, you know, and this is an ending, and we presumably she, you know, flies off to go home. Um, yeah. This is actually not a bad story. Uh my only real complaint would be, uh, again, we're talking. If this was a modern day comic, it would probably be a three issue story arc, which we'd see more developing of their romance. We'd see um, her dealing with the consequences of what she did under, under under control of the bad guys. You know, obviously she's not responsible for that. But <laughs> excuse me, again, we see no moralizing. We see no no you know her dealing with the consequences of, of what happened uh, other than she's all sad about this guy dying. And so um, again, not a, it's not a bad story. I, you know, the modern me wishes it had been uh, expanded into like a three issue arc. I think it would have been quite good. Um, so, but that's the Supergirl story and it, you know, it's, it, it's not bad. It's kind of a standalone story. She's flying through space. She has an adventure, meets a guy, he dies she goes home. So then the next story in this comic, and again, when I was a kid, I didn't realize this was um, a reprint from 1966. It's Animal Man. And it's my first instance of this with, with him. And again, I won't spend a ton of time on this, but other, you know, it's kind of a cool story. And um, Animal Man, Hero or Freak is the name of the story. And it basically shows him dealing with some bad guys. And his power is he can, has to be within close proximity to various animals to then borrow the, or mimic their abilities. And again, the creativity uh, of 
the writers in coming up with this stuff is just um it's good uh and i i mean i remember the story from when i when i was a kid and i went looking for it so it's like it always stuck with me and animal man is not a character i really have revisited but uh, i this story just stuck with me I, it was fun uh and th- these are fun stories and then the third uh, story in this book, because it's in the, again an anthology book, Adventure Comics number four twenty, volume one, of course, uh, is a science fiction story called The Starman. And once I'm flipping through, it's like, oh, I remember this. And again, I'm a big science fiction fan, and again, it's just kind of an interesting little uh, story with with a moral, right? Yeah, don't steal stuff. You might become a stone man of of uh, this alien planet. And then the the final story, it, it's listed as a reprint from Action Comics number three hundred three, August nineteen sixty three. And again, it's one of those crazy red kryptonite uh, issues where Superman is turned into this creature from Krypton that is uh, so scary that even Superman and Supergirl have issues with it. And so he's turned into this creature, but he has his own mind. He's trying to communicate with everyone and say, hey, look, it's really me, Superman. And everything he does is misinterpreted as, oh my gosh, this monster from Krypton is trying to destroy us. And uh, Supergirl shows up at the end, saves the day. Um, So it's a Superman story with a uh, uh, cameo, I guess you'd say, from uh, Supergirl. We also see the um, emergency squad from the bottle city of Kandor. Again, this is total perfect uh, um, Silver Age stuff, and it's cool. We have Supergirl. We have Red Kryptonite. We have the bottle city of Kandor, the emergency squad. Um, and um, we have, um, of course, in the end, Superman is, is turned back into um, himself. And this one does not show... Looking at the uh, doesn't show credits of the art, but it looks like uh, Mike Sukaluski is the uh, artist, and of course I'm totally butchering his name. Um, but here's the funny thing: this is per- perfectly Silver Age, right? So Superman is this alien creature, kind of look cool looking creature with a kind of a imagine like a flying fur covered giant snake with an alligator mouth and a unicorn horn or rhino horn, and it can fly. Um, you know he's he he's turns you know eventually the red kryptonite wears off after he convinces everybody yeah it's really me Superman and um, of course his uniform is like long gone right because he can't be wearing this and when he turns back into Superman he hops down from this um, platform he's on and he's fully clothed it's like where did that where did his outfit come from did like Supergirl in the meantime were waiting go grab a spare and put it up there for him I mean. Were there TV cameras there? I mean, come on, whether you're talking about naked Superman or what? Anyway, it's it it. This is a fun comic book. If you have access to um, the online DC comics, um, uh, DC Universe app, I couldn't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Um, it, it's a fun read. The Supergirl story is good. Animal Man reprint is good. The Superman uh, Red Kryptonite story is is entertaining, and the Starman uh, extra little sci-fi, no superheroes, but sci-fi story is also uh, interesting. So this has been one of our um, one of our um, retro reviews here, and so uh, we'll do these on occasion for fun uh, because comics are fun. And uh, looking back on my childhood. Um, I just wanted to share with you, hey, this is a fun comic to read. 
if you're into any of these characters, Superman, Supergirl, uh, actually, yeah, two stories of Supergirl, uh, and or Animal Man, or just, you know, uh, you know, the Silver Age slash Bronze Age uh, stories. Again, um, this is the Supergirl stories one I, I kind of wish they would revisit and redo as a, you know, a longer story arc. It, it's not a bad story. Um, it's kind of a science fiction, outer space, aliens, mind control story. Um, they don't touch on the morality or the ethics of what happened, but I think that would be, you know, they had a, they could only put it in, put in so many pages, right? Uh, so this is Roger Lee with so many comics, so little time. If you like our, um, what we're doing here on the podcast, please share, uh, um, we also have a Twitter uh, at so underscore many underscore comics, and we post stuff there all the time. So until next time, comics fans, uh, we shall meet again. All right. Take care and uh, happy holidays. <laughs>